Ooh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I, I really used to, I used to think once upon a time, British are so dignified. They're silent. They don't make noise. They're very quiet, very dignified until I saw a football match. I know it's a lie. British are dignified. It's a lie. But if there's any place where you're undignified, it's in the presence of God. Come on, give the Lord a shout as you never shouted before. Come on, church. Let's give the Lord a shout. Oh. Wow, hallelujah. Um, before I just go uh, further into what God has put in my heart, uh, during the break, I was, in the, I was with Dave sitting there, and uh, uh, Francis, my secretary, brought uh, one man, one Indian man, and uh, said, this man is waiting for a long time, waiting outside, he wants to see you. He's almost half an hour standing outside to see you. So I just walked out and asked him what happened. And then he told the story. Wow. Wow. He, he's here. I know he's here. Still is here. Come here, come, come here, come here, come here, brother, come here. Sanjay, come on, Sanjay. You got to hear the story. First time, first time I'm talking in front of so I'll many people. So I don't know. How, how to start and where to start, but I'll try my best to give glory to Jesus Christ and I'm thankful to Ram Babu once again. Few years back, I and my family moved to Chota uh, England and the purpose of coming to England was to give brighter future to children. Suddenly, one day I found out my son had a tumor in his brain and it must be from long time so it must be growing, and while growing, it must have damaged his nerves. So I had to take him to Edinburgh Hospital. They operated on him. And after that, he was having some problems like vision, hearing. Also, he was having forget forgetfulness, and his confidence was gone to bottom. I heard Ram Babu 20 years back in my town. So one of my friends, called me that Ram Babu is going to visit Wamli. So I decided to send my son there. And when my son and my daughter went there, uh, Ram Babu exactly gave all the symptoms, what he was suffering from. So he was a young boy, he's not, you know, that believer. He was thinking whether he's talking about me or somebody else. But Ram Babu was giving all the symptoms, like he's having problem in vision, he's having person who is having problem in listening and then he went on the stage Ram Babu prayed for him by the grace of God now he is back home in India doing his uh, physiotherapy degree course and I am thankful that I took good decision to send my son to Ram Babu's meeting because he is a really servant of God. By through him, healing came in my family. Yeah? Very yeah. much. Thank you. One thing more. I'm not taking your time. I would like to say one more thing because I want to give praise to Lord. 
doctors which are in edinburgh hospital who are the one of the best doctors in the world they operated on my son they gave me in return that his nerves in the brain are paled and dead and there is no treatment in the world to repair them so he has to live his life with this same condition thankful now he is running water bike <laughs> everywhere oh wasn't that beautiful wasn't that beautiful to hear the story you know i i was telling dave in my 26 years of ministry i have seen hundreds and thousands of healings not not thousands hundreds and thousands of healings i have seen but every time i hear a story of uh, healing it's a act of compassion of god he just makes you to fall on your face and worship jesus <laughs> hallelujah amen so i'm so glad to be here and uh, i have a very short time up i'm going from here straight down to the one event uh, happening over there uh, so uh, god willing and if dave can hear from god i'll come back again Yeah, that's true, isn't it? You got to hear from God, and I'm praying you should hear from God. <laughs> uh, it won't take again another 12 years for me to get back, or five years for me to get back. Uh, we have a ministry in India called New Creation Ministries, which, uh, uh, and I love the scripture, New Creation, how God changed my own life, what I was to what I am, is totally a new story. And so we have a ministry called New Creation Ministry, with which we take the gospel of Jesus to nations of the world. I just went to US in Phoenix I was doing a conference from Phoenix I went to Philippines I did a crusade in Philippines in Cebu uh, in, in Philippines and from Cebu I came straight now to UK so uh, 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 Phoenix 12 and a half hours behind India Cebu 2 and a half hours ahead India UK 4 and a half hours behind India so where am I I don't know <laughs> I have no clue where am I right now but praise god i am in the church i am in the presence of god and uh, you know i just want to tell you uh, i put my the, the first session i put on the uh, live on the facebook and the number of people who watched it live were 13537 people 13537 people watched it live and 2000 people watched it watched the recorded one So we have 15,000 people who watched it on the Facebook. I praise God for that. Hallelujah! You know, you're welcome to join me on my Facebook. It's Evangelist Rambabu in brackets Rambo. That's my Facebook. <laughs> so there are a lot because there's a lot of Evangelist Rambabu fake IDs which are not mine. So that yeah, that's my Facebook, Evangelist Rambabu in brackets Rambo. My Twitter, Evangelist Rambo. Instagram, PS Rambabu. That's my all my details over there. I would, I would like just connect with me so that you should know what's happening in the world. You know, you should know what God is doing all over the world. And you know, my Facebook is always updated, and we will, you will see miracles and healing and signs, wonders happening all over the world. It will be on the Facebook, it's on the Twitter, it's on the Instagram. It's there. You can, you can just, you know, just log in, and uh, you will see uh, God Almighty uh, touching people. So this morning is uh, uh, there, there was a, a girl whom the Lord revealed me the name I called out the her condition, and Dave came and told me that she met with him and she said the uh, she was standing there she was shy to come the presence of God came over her is she there just wave your hand if you're there yeah God bless Hallelujah please be seated I know the presence of God is here 
Do I know you? We haven't met each other, right? You don't know me, I don't know you. Fine, praise God. Lift your hands up to the Lord. I see the Lord uh, touching your hips and the presence of God going on your knee, your left knee. God's healing your, the waist and the hip side and your, uh, uh, the left knee and your elbow. The, the, oh, also your neck. The healing power of God flowing all these areas and God is doing a healing work in you right now. And getting up in the morning used to be difficult. It won't be difficult anymore. Thank you, Lord. Because you're perfectly healed by the Lord. Thank you, Father, for healing her. I call it done. You are healed in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you for healing her, Lord. In Jesus' name, it's done. Ma'am, look at me now. Whatever I said, is it right? Yes, sir. It's been right. Perfect. You're healed by the Lord. Go ahead, please. Hallelujah. Come on, church. You've got to give the Lord a big hand of praise. Ah, you guys have to really, really praise God. I see the face of uh, that lady who was standing and singing here. What's her name? Amy. Amy. Where is Amy? Where is she? Amy, where are you? I see Amy's face. Come here. Come here, Amy. Come here, come here, come here. Come here. There's something wonderful you're going to hear, Dave, that will thrill your heart today. Come here. Lift your hands up. I see over you the clock. And I see the clock ticking. And then the clock touches 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And that's time you wake up regularly. 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you wake up regularly. And you get up. And when you look at that time, it's always between 2 a.m., 3 a.m., you're waking up. And God wants you to know he's speaking here for the reason of sharing his burden with you so that you will get up at... Mm, mm, mm. There are a sense of prophetic anointing on me, Dave. I, I sense not just Amy. There are many people here in the church on whom God placed that burden to stand with you, pray with you. And all these people are waking up between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m. There are many people here. Stand up. Stand up, 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 stand up. Stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up, stand up. Come in the front. Come in the front, all of you. Come in the front. Come, 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 come. Come, come, stand up together. Come on, come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Rimbla makatribinik hiesetruboni and deraba. Kuremala dah pareto sonomo rinde sabetu namanga. Mangrito bolo chakra beheke ramono da kiri. Dave, can you come with me, please? Dave, can you come up here? Shambre betoko nedava kelendiba chakri bonundaba kanta. Sangrubala. Look at that. These are the people whom God has raised up to stand with you. There is a burden coming upon all of you, like the Moses weightlifter went on everybody else. It's like that. The Lord told me, I'm, there's a team I'm raising up who's going to wake up at this time. And it's some, something amazing. I don't know why. All of you have the same problem. 
two to three getting up. And that waking up, many of you are thinking some disturbance that something wrong is going to happen. But God wants you to know, no. It's not something wrong is happening. No. I'm waking you up because I want to place a burden. You know, there are sometimes, you know, there are times we pray whatever we want to pray, but there are sometimes God wants us to pray the things he wants us to pray. There are some prayer points which God shares with us. For example, Jesus said, harvest plenty, laborers are few. Pray to the Lord of harvest, he may send more laborers. Now question, who is the Lord of harvest? Jesus himself. He is the Lord of harvest. And he's telling us, you pray, I will send more laborers. There's a prayer point he's sharing with us. There are certain prayer points which God puts in our hearts to pray because the earth is given unto us. When we pray, cooperate with him, things will happen. That's the reason why he's waking you up at this time, placing it upon your heart, placing it upon your heart, the weight of the Lord, placing it upon your heart, the weight of the Lord. And they let his hands up to the Lord. They, I want you to pray for them to release that that God placed upon you upon them. Father, I thank you that you've called us to be a house of prayer for all nations. We pray right now, Lord, that the anointing of intercession that's on these people would increase and be amplified, be increased in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for strong faith. We pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation according to Ephesians 1.17. Lord, that you'll show them things that they've never seen before. Father, I pray, Lord, that they'll be praying in line with your kingdom and your will. Father, we thank you, Lord, that when two or three agree, it shall be done. I thank you, Lord, that they're going to be declaring some things and establishing things. Thank you, Lord, that lives are going to be changed in this house and way, way beyond into nations as a result. You're raising up a house of prayer for all nations. Come on, church, all of us, let's lift up our hands for them. I believe this is for this group, but it's going to be for all of us. Yes. God has called us to be a house of prayer. So, Father, we pray right now for a new breakout of a prayer anointing that's going to lead into breakthrough and supernatural signs and wonders, evangelism, divine appointments. Buildings are going to be brought to us. Cities are going to be opened up for us in the name of Jesus. It's done. It's done. We pray blessing on you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. This is not going to be a heavy burden. This is going to be the burden of the Lord, and it's going to be a glorious thing because the Word says you'll find joy in the house of prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, God bless you. I'm telling you, go for it, please. Wow, wow. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my greatest enemy is not the devil, but the time. <laughs> and that when they put a countdown clock in front of you, somebody, some, some, people ask, some people ask me, why is it you Asians don't maintain time? I said, just simple reason, we are just like Jesus. They said, what do you mean by that? Simple. Jesus said, I am coming soon. When? He never said. <laughs> right? What, what, if, what if Jesus was British? 
he would have told you the time the hour the time the second exact time you when is going to come back he is not british he is asian ah oh, hallelujah dave i want more days more time to blast out this is like a volcano want to erupt you want to put a plug on it and say cool down boy cool down ah oh, hallelujah you know this morning uh, i was sharing my story how i met the lord uh, as a ah before that i i heard lester and cambridge you guys are here yeah i wish i could come on give you a big hug i love lester and cambridge guys you people are fantastic god bless you i love you guys welcome welcome hallelujah you know this morning i was talking about my story how as a student i hated jesus i used to as a brahmin and all that and how i i went to i went to mock jesus and had a power encounter that changed my life completely and i was introduced to supernatural i was introduced to signs and wonders the day i was born again and just for you for information when i was born again i didn't have any spiritual fathers i didn't have any mentors i didn't have anyone to uh, teach me because in in the, in the city i'm born again i was born again as a million people but there was no born again church and so i didn't have any uh, i didn't have any christian background uh, since i come from a, a brahmin hindu brahmin priestly family i didn't have any christian background i didn't have any spiritual fathers no books no videos no tapes all that i had was a, a good news bible in my hand and now read the bible 40 chapters a day every day and uh, seven days i finished my whole new testament i i was so much love with jesus so i the, the one of the blessings to me was there was nothing for me to unlearn so for me jesus was so fresh i could believe him for anything i could i don't i have no you know somebody asked me uh, my you know all over the world they call me rambo you know they asked me rambo do you have any doubts do you doubt any time i said yeah i doubt my doubts <laughs> i said i doubt my doubts i don't doubt the world i doubt my doubts hallelujah i don't doubt i don't doubt the world i doubt my doubts You know, I want you to know when I got saved, I began to read the gospel about the Bible so much that when I came to the Gospel of Mark, you know, I was I was the group of young people, eight, eight, eight of them young people, born again people. I was with them. When I came to the Gospel of Mark, I finished Matthew. I came to Mark. I went to Mark chapter sixteen, and I read these signs that follow them that believe. When I read it, I took the pen, I scratched the word believe, I wrote my name. These essential follow Rambo because he believes. You didn't hear that. I said these essential follow Rambo because he believes. Are you a believer? Then these essential follow you. Right? They'll follow you because you believe. And so I read saying in my name they will cast a demon, they will lay hands upon sick they shall recover. I read it I finished woo. When I lay hands upon them they recover. I closed the Bible immediately. I went to my neighbor's house and knocked the door. He opened the door and said, "Yes, Rambo, what do you want?" I asked him, "Is there anybody sick in your house?" He asked me why. I said, "When the lay hands upon them, they'll be healed." He looked at me, who's this mad guy? Then he said, "Yeah, my wife is having stomach aches since yesterday. She has been really going through a lot of pain." So I went and laid hands on her. And you know, I didn't even pray because my my argument was Jesus did not say lay hands and pray. 
to lay hands on the sick, they shall recover. That's all. So I went and just laid hands like this and I came away. In 20 minutes, that man came knocking the door saying, my wife is healed. Yeah. Amen. So I want you to know, I, I, I never had any problem in trusting the word of God. And I, I'm not a reader, I'm a doer. I, whatever I read, I do it. I look crazy, I look mad, but I do it. I do it, I don't care, I don't fear failure, I do it. And also, one, you know, one, the, the things, if, if, you, if you come to India and ask any, any ministry in India, who is the one ministry that shows signs and wonders in the nation of India, they will tell you my name. You know, we pioneered the whole ministry of signs and wonders and miracles in India, and without any mentors, any godfather began. And afterwards, the Lord brought into my life a great blessing of Reinhard Bonke. He became a spiritual father. You know, but before when I began, I didn't have anyone except the Bible in my hands. So I just want to tell you today something. Before I, I have this few minutes left, I want to just put this uh, key in your hands and go. Because, you know, I, I love the church. I love Dave. I love Karen. I love them so much. I love the church. And, you know, um, uh, that first, the first service I stood up here, I didn't feel any kind of obstacle whatsoever. I could feel, I could flow freely. That means I know people are receiving it. You know, when people receive, a man of God can pour out more. So praise God. So I just want to, I want you to know, you know, I, I saw people getting healed. I saw then people were coming up to me telling me, oh, well, days of miracles are over. Well, there's well done. So one day I was reading the gospel of John. I saw something, John chapter two. I want to read this for you, John chapter two. I love this. You know, we know the story of uh, the first miracle of Jesus. He turned, uh, you know, the water into wine. And now look at that. I want to read John 2, 11. John 2, 11. This is the beginning of the miracles of Jesus, which he performed. And he thus revealed his glory and his disciples put their faith in him. I love it. He said, this was the beginning of the miracles. Everybody said, beginning of the miracles. No, nah, nah, I didn't hear. You must say loud, the beginning of the miracles of Jesus. Come on. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. That was the beginning. In the New Testament, you read beginning of the miracles of Jesus. You will never read end of the miracles of Jesus. Ah, you people are not understanding. You're not getting this. There's a beginning of the miracles of Jesus. There is never an end to the miracles of Jesus. Glory. The miracles of Jesus is not just healings. It can be anything. Here, it's water turning into wine. Anything. You know, the beginning of the miracles of Jesus, I, I love the, uh, if you read Jeremiah chapter 32, I want to read the scripture for you. Jeremiah chapter 32 and verse uh, uh, 20. Jeremiah 32 verse 20. It says here, you performed miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt. I'm reading NIV. You performed miraculous signs and wonders in Egypt and have continued them to this day. Ah, you didn't hear it. You have performed 
miracles and signs in Egypt and have continued them to this day. Come on, church. You've got to understand this. My God is a beginner. He began the miracles, but he never ended the miracles. He continued them. You know, I'm sorry, I'm not a theologian. I'm not a theologian. Let theologians figure out a lot of things. I don't know. But I'm a hungry man. I don't know theology, but I'm hungry for God. And so people came and told me, Rambabu, days of miracles are over. I had... I had only one thing to tell them. There were never days of miracles. There was only God of miracles. And he never changes. Amen. There were never days of miracles. There's only God of miracles. And this God said, you have performed miracles in Egypt and have continued them even to this day. Do you know when miracles happen, I mean, I say miracles, I'm talking not just healings. I'm talking about healings. I'm talking about emotional. I'm talking about family. I'm talking about financial. I talk, I'm talking miracles. When miracles happen, it brings deliverance to the people of God and judgment on the enemy. Amen. Amen. I love miracles because why miracles are required? If you read in the Mark's Gospel chapter 2, the Bible talks about a man who was paralyzed. And Jesus was in the house. There was no place for anybody. Then four people carried a paralyzed man and came in. And when they came, the place was so packed, they could not enter. What if they were British people? <laughs> they would have said, oh, oh dear, there's such a big crowd. Let's go back home. But glory to God, they were Asians. <laughs> they found a way. You know, I'm telling you, Asians and Africans know how to find their way to God. They said, let's do something. They climbed up the house. And they dug the roof. Can you imagine digging the roof? And Jesus sitting here with all the crowd, and then they bring down the cart with the man like a chopper. Just lands in front of Jesus. Jesus looked at him. He looks up, you see four heads. And the Lord looked at their faith. He looked at this man and said, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now listen to this. I want to bring you a notice. I want, I want to bring to your notice something important. Jesus said, son, your sins are forgiven. And at that moment, all his sins are washed away. Now my question to you, what would have happened if Jesus sent him away that way? He would have been forgiven, paralyzed. He would have gone to heaven, true. But he would have remained a unfruitful witness. He would have remained a helpless witness. The, because the Bible says, Bible never says that man spoke even a word to Jesus. That would probably, he was paralyzed even his face too. 
He couldn't speak anything. He couldn't move the hand, move the legs, couldn't speak. And Jesus said, son, your sins are forgiven. And imagine if he stopped there, they would have taken him back again, sins forgiven, but hands can't move, legs can't move, he can't speak, he's forgiven, but paralyzed. There are many Christians like that who are forgiven, something or the other paralyzed your life. You you are unable to be an effective witness because something or the other has paralyzed you and weighing you down. It can be sickness, it can be financial problem, it can be in your it can be debts in your life, it can be drowned in your depression. You're forgiven, but forgiven paralyzed. They say, Oh, who is you to forgive? Jesus, okay, what's easy? Does the sense of forgiven? Or does it get up, take a bed and walk? Take up a bed and walk. The man got up, took the bed and walked home. And now he is forgiven. And he is ready to be a witness. So, I came to tell you from India as a man of God, that not only God is interested in forgiving your sins, he's interested in making you an effective witness with the signs and wonders he's going to perform in your life. Come on, church, say a loud amen to this. Today, I want to declare to you, today I want to declare with the anointing of God upon my life, I want to decree upon you the beginning of miracles in your life. Ah, you are not accepting it. You are not accepting it. Raise your hands up and say, I receive it. Come on, raise your hands and say, I receive it. I receive it. This is the beginning of the miracles in your life. Oh, glory to God. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I sense such an anointing. Thank you, Father. Oh, my goodness. What an anointing. Oh. Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I release, Lord, the beginning of the miracles which you shall continue in the people of God, that none of those will be paralyzed, forgiven, but we are active, forgiven witnesses with the signs and wonders in us and through us in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a clap and praise God. Oh, hallelujah. Ah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm sensing a different anointing. The anointing is shifting. Is changing. The anointing is changing. Ah, oh my goodness! Hallelujah! Oh God, I'm already minus thirty-five. Ah, glory! You know what? You know what? Uh, there are. There are things in God which the church has still to experience. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. I remember, you know, when I, when, when I started ministry, I started seeing people getting healed, people getting, you know, miracles happening, signs were happening. One day I went, to, I went to preach in a crusade. I finished the crusade and uh, I, was finished the, I finished the meeting and going back, uh, one man came and held my hand, pulling me 
saying, please come home to pray for my, my father. Come home to pray for my dad. I looked at him and said, okay, I went to his house. And there was his dad lying on the bed. They told me, pray for him. I asked, what happened? They said, my dad had the cancer of the eye. And both his eyeballs were removed surgically. They said, pray for him. I said, what do I pray for? If he's blind, I can ask him to be healed. If he had cancer, I can ask cancer to be healed. But now his eyeballs are removed surgically. I prayed the weakest prayer of my life. <laughs> I prayed for his wife, his children, his, his cat, his dog, his mosquito, his fly, his chair, his, his table, his cot. I prayed for everything except for him. And I went back to my hotel. I fell on my face. I was crying. I said, Lord, I feel so helpless. I said, God, if you were here, something else you would have done. I feel so helpless. I feel so weak. I, I went back home after the crusade. I locked up. I began to seek God. You know, when I face a challenge, I seek his face until I get an answer. I will never take no for an answer. I will never take a no for an answer. I want to know from my, the Bible says, it's the glory of God to conceal matter. It's the glory of the kings to search out the matter. Yeah. So if God conceals, I want to search it out. I want to search it out. You know, because I have a promise, what that which I has not seen, ear has not heard, neither into, uh, into anybody's sought, then God prepared for them who love him. And he revealed to us by spirit. Yeah. So I want a revelation, what happened, why? I kept seeking him. And one day, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. He said to me, son, do you know I always confirm the word you preach? I said, yes, Lord. He said, whenever you preached, Jesus saves. My spirit worked confirming the word, saving people. I said, yes, Lord. Whenever you preach, Jesus heals. My spirit worked confirming the word by healing people. I said, yes, Lord. Whenever you preach, Jesus delivers, my spirit worked delivering the people, confirming the word. I said, yes, Lord. The Holy Spirit said, you preach Jesus saves. You preach Jesus the savior. You preach Jesus the healer. You preach Jesus the deliverer. You never preach Jesus the creator. All things are made by him. Nothing that is made is made without him. He said, you never preach Jesus the creator, so my spirit could not do any creative works. And I got up, I began to preach everywhere I went. I began to pray, Jesus saves, heals, delivers, creates. I began to pray, let the sick be healed. Let the blind eyes open. Let the problem be solved. Deliverance come. And I said, let new body parts be created. Amen. And you know what happened? People started writing against me. People started writing against me. He is a weird preacher. Christians are right. What, what, what kind of prayer is the body parts be created? You should say healing. Nobody ever prayed this kind of prayer in India. Body parts be created. I didn't care. I kept saying. I kept saying. I kept saying. Then one day, I went to a northern part of India to preach in a tribal area. 
and I finished preaching. I said, I'm going to pray for the sick now. I prayed for the sick. Those who are real come up now. People are coming to testify. A mom came with her daughter. The daughter was around 18-year-old girl jumping. Mom and daughter jumping. I said, what happened? The mom said, this is my daughter born blind. Born blind in the sense she was born without eyeballs. There were only socket, nothing like this. At the healing prayer, we said, lay hands upon the place where you're sick. I put the hands upon my daughter. As she finished preaching, I took my hands off. There were two new eyeballs appearing there. Yeah. Wow! Yeah. I said, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. And I'm telling you from that day, I have seen incredible creative miracles happening all over the world. Wow. I was preaching in Brighton, in Church of Christ the King. I was preaching in Brighton. And one day I had a word of knowledge. I called out and said, there's a lady here. I see God touching your left, left side of your body. You're in the third row. And one lady walks up. She said, she came. Her hand was small. Very small hand and no, uh, no hand, no, no fist. The arm was there, but no fist, no fingers. And her leg was short, no toes. And she came. I asked her, what happened to you? She said, I'm from Switzerland. My name is Bridget Muller. I'm from Switzerland. I heard about you and the meeting. I came from Switzerland to Brighton to attend your meeting. She was a Swiss lady. I laid hands on her. Power of God, she fell on the floor. I said, miracle happening to you. That's it. A year later, I go back to preach in Brighton again. And I said, anybody who were here last time, stand up. A lady walks up. I said, what happened? I am the Swiss lady. I said, yeah. She said, you laid hands on me in one year. She told me, in 19, uh, 1970, she had a surgery. By, that was cut off you nerves by mistake. Her hands and legs stopped growing. And she said, you laid hands on me. In one year, my bones grew back. Ligaments grew back, tendons grew back, hands grew back, fingers grew back, leg grew back, toes grew back, new hand and a new leg. I am not telling you the story of India or Africa. I'm telling you what happened in England. Hallelujah. I'm telling you the story happened in England. I was preaching in the CCK one, 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 one day. I stood up, the glory, the glory of God came. People were getting healed. I said, people are getting healed all over. And a, a British girl comes running up. She had a, her hair colored pink. She came. She said, I don't know what is this. I never been to church in my life. This is the first time I've come to church. I said, okay, what happened? She said, I don't know. When you came walking in, I started feeling a tingling on my hands. And when you stood there, the tingling began to increase, increase, and she showed her hands. I looked at her hands. I was shocked. Both her hands had, they were, they were slashed with blades. Deep cuts both hands. She said, I'm schizophrenic. I cut myself. I looked, wounds bleeding everywhere, cut. And I called Terry Vargo sitting there. I said, Terry, come look at this, Terry. And Terry was looking. The camera was focused. People could see on the screen. As we're watching, suddenly the flesh started growing and the skin started covering. In few minutes, completely new hands without any trace of a scar. I am talking about the God of miracles. 
I was in America preaching in Montana, in Butte, Montana. And I stood up to preach. We had a tent crusade. And I stood up to preach. I said, the presence of God is here. People are getting healed all over. I said, there is something happening that side, I said. And my mother and daughter walk up. The daughter is a 16-year-old girl. I said, what happened? The girl said, yesterday was the first time I came to church in my life. And when you are preaching, you don't know. You don't understand. She said, I've never been happy in my life. First time ever when you're standing and preaching, something began to happen. I started smiling. I never smiled in my life. And yesterday, I came forward and received Jesus Christ. She said, but what you don't know is, from the childhood, I hated myself. I hated myself so much, I would go and throw myself to the wall. I would strangle myself to kill myself. I hated myself. Ten days ago, I hated myself so much, I took a knife and stabbed my thigh joints and cut them through. And I was taken to the hospital, serious condition, intensive care, because both thigh joints were ripped with the knives. And she said, yesterday I gave my life to Jesus. Today I'm sitting there. And as you said, the presence of God here, I felt tingling happening here. She said, I thought bugs got into my pants. <laughs> she said, I told my mom, mom, I think bugs got into my pants. And when they went inside, when they went to the bathroom, checked up, completely the whole area flesh covered skin covered without a trace i'm talking about signs and wonders glory to god Amen. if that's enough i'm going to close with this few days sometime back and i was preaching in india i was doing a conference called supernatural and i'm saying supernatural what's the meaning of supernatural supernatural means something that's not natural or unnatural. Unnatural is supernatural. And I said, I'm going to pray for the people to have the supernatural. I prayed for the people. Miracles began to happen. And a mother came up with her daughter. She said, my daughter was born blind. She can see. I said, wow, super. Come on. She came up. I looked at her. I was shocked. This girl was born without pupils in the eye. Completely white no pupils, no iris, no pupils. And she said, I can see. I said, what do you mean you can see? I checked up. She started seeing without the pupils. And today, she travels every day by train, but no pupils. Please, can you show the video, please? Can you put the video of that girl with the, without the pupils? Watch the video. Look at this. This girl born blind in both the eyes. Ye ladki jo hai bachpan se dono aakhon se drishtihin thi. Today Jesus opened the blind eyes. She started seeing for the first time. Aur Yeshu Masih ne iski aankhon ko khol diya. Pehli baar ye dekh rahi hai.
I wish I can have time. I can tell you, I can take you into a glory realms which you would have never experienced. I wish I would have taken you into realms of glory and the presence that you'd have, you'd have gone crazy. But I'm going now back to, uh, to one even Tomorrow evening I'm preaching in the big top. And you're going to kick a storm tomorrow evening. I, I, I want you to understand this. Jesus began miracles, but he never stopped it. He began, he continued them even to this day. If he can part at the Red Sea that day, he can part it today. Or people say, oh, you know, you know, only there should be a purpose for every miracle. Okay, let me tell you. He parted Red Sea for a nation of Israel, correct? Yes. Okay. He parted Jordan for the nation of Israel, correct? Yes, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Then Elijah walked, Elisha followed him. Jordan was there. He parted Jordan. He, he, he smote Jordan with the mantle. Jordan split in two pieces. They crossed. He parted Jordan for sake of two people. Yes. Okay. If that's, not, if that's not enough, Elijah goes up. Elisha stays back. He comes back. Jordan is full. He smashed the Jordan. Jordan parts for the sake of one man. Oh. He can do miracles just one you. You don't understand. I said you can do miracles. God can do miracles for just one you. He is your God. He is your God. Come out of the British mentality saying, oh, it can happen to everybody. No, one you is important. He will do it just for you. He blessed the nation of Egypt for one Joseph. That means a nation can be blessed for one you. Your home can be blessed because of one you. Your university can be blessed because of one you. One you is important. Your God is a God of miracles. Stand up with me. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up to the Lord. I want to pray a prayer of, I'm telling you, get ready. If you are ready for God explosion in your life, then today I'm going to pray a prayer where the Spirit of God will put a finger inside of you and stir up the hunger inside of you. Like it comes and pulls, the, he's going to pull the plug out. He's going to pull it up. He's going to pull the... Pull the door open inside of you. A hunger, a supernatural will flow inside of you. That you will be able to believe God for anything. 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 He can, he can stop the sun. He can stop the moon. He can make the earth go backward. He can break the sea. He can break the river. He can do anything just for you. You are him. If he did not spare his own son for you, will he not do other miracles for you? Hallelujah. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for all my dear friends, my brothers, sisters here, all the young men, young women, sons and daughters. Lord, I pray release your mighty hand upon them. Let your glory come upon them like a blanket. Let them experience the finger of God stirring their hunger alive. Bringing the hunger alive. That they will stir up themselves to seek you. For you said, call unto me and I will answer you 
and I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Lord, we want to see things what we know and we want to see things which we don't know. We are open, Lord, for the invasion of the Holy Spirit in our lives. I pray, Lord, make people sleepless in the nights. Let them have a sleepless nights, Lord, holding on to you with the hunger, stirring them up, holding on to you, saying, God, we need you. We need God explosion in our lives. I bless, I bless every friend of mine and those watching me online. I pray for the release of your glory upon them. Those who watch the videos, let the glory come upon them. The signs and wonders will happen for your glory. I release, I take the office, you call me for impartation and I pray for the release and impartation of hunger, boldness, Lord, a passion, signs, wonders, supernatural come upon them in the name of Jesus. They will see God explosion, God invasion in their life. I thank you and worship you in Jesus' name and everybody say loud Amen.